Hi, hello, and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Bella's Bookish Banter Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Bella. I'm a teenage girl who loves to read and talk about books. And if you do too, then this is the podcast for you. So please stick around. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about libraries and why they're so important to our communities and to community buildings and why you should go support them to keep them open because libraries really are so special and I think it's really important that we go and use them in order to keep them open for the future and so that's that's basically what I want to talk about in this episode I'm very excited by the way I'm recording this episode outside again like last episode because I had a lot of fun doing it last time um and it's such a nice day today it's kind of cold so I do have to wear a jacket it's kind of windy but the sun is out and I just I wanted to be outside and so I was like you know what why not record the episode yeah I'm sorry if there's background noise but last episode if you listen to that I made a big deal complaining about the airplanes and then I was editing and listening back to the episode you couldn't even hear the airplanes in the background so today I'm just gonna be talking and we're gonna see how it's gonna go but yeah (laughs) okay back to the episode Lately, I've been using my local library a lot. There have been a lot of books that I've wanted to read lately. And so I've just been taking a lot of books out from the library and using them. And honestly, it's been great. And I'm loving a lot of the books that I'm reading right now. And I've also just been trying to visit more. For the past like few weeks, I've been going to take out books or going to do homework there just sitting there reading or to browse the books and I think it's honestly such a good time and so I've just come to more of a realization of the appreciation I have for the library and why I think it's so important and so I just really wanted to talk about it. I'm super duper lucky in the way that I live a five minute drive from my like closest library or a 20 to 25 minute bike ride from my closest library and so I do get to visit a lot and I'm recently I've been like okay I like I feel like when I live that close there's no excuse not to go and use it and so that's why I've been definitely trying to go more lately and I think it's been awesome it's such a fun time I love riding my bike there because I think well I think riding my bike is so fun especially now that the weather is getting nice I do get there and I'm like entirely red in the face (laughs) but I still think it's really nice because I get to go on a bike ride and then I get to go take out some books from the library and it's just and then I ride my bike back and it's a great time and then I also love going to do work there because it's like really quiet and it's very calming I feel like at home I can get I get very distracted because there's like so much happening and it's hard for me to focus but at the library it's like everybody's doing their work there and everybody's getting their stuff done so it's like I feel like I have to get my stuff done and I love going to the library to do work it's just I'm so productive there and then also I love reading there it's just it's such a good space the library is such good vibes and so yeah I'm so grateful for my library because I was actually thinking about it the other day and I was like there's so many books that I've read that are now my favorite books that I literally wouldn't have gotten the chance to read if I didn't get them from my library there's so many books especially last year I had been taking like I used ebooks I borrowed ebooks from the library like all the time and they saved my life and there's so many great books that I remember reading last year that became my favorite books now that I literally wouldn't have read if I didn't borrow the ebook from the library and I'm like that's actually kind of crazy even the physical books like the summer I turned pretty I didn't I don't own that book I want to own that book because it's one of my favorite books ever and I want to annotate it and hopefully that this summer I get to do that but I when I read that book I borrowed it from the library 
And I actually loved it because they had one of the original copies like before they even redid the covers and I got so I got to take out a book from there and I actually thought it was so cool because that book is like old like I'm pretty sure it came out in 2009 I was like that is crazy if they've had that book since 2009 let's just say because it was the original cover I'm not exactly sure when they redid the covers because the original covers were not (laughs) it they're not my favorite I'm not gonna lie so it's just really cool because there were like like some pages had rips in it and some pages had stains in them I found a flower in there and I was like I just loved that because I thought about it and I was like wow this is so crazy like how long this book has been in the library for it to have the original cover and how many people have taken out that book and read the same book that I have like I just think I actually think that's so cool because I'm like all the places that this book has probably been in its lifetime and now I get to hold it too and I also get to add to that life well because I took it camping with me and I was like I don't know. I just I I think it's such a cool feeling, and I think that's one of the great things about borrowing books in the library. I know a lot of people. I'm one of these people. I can't I can't say that, but I love to own books. <laughs> I love collecting them, and I love to own them, especially my favorite books. And so that's why I think some people like have trouble going to the library. But like, when you think about it, like even books are like a lot of money, and like sometimes you spend a lot of money on a book, and then you end up not even liking it that much. And that's like one of the worst feelings. So I feel like with going to the library, there's kind of like a bit of a safety net there. If you don't like the book, then you return it and you didn't spend money on it. And if you did like the book, like with me, if I like really like a book that I read, but like I took it from the library or borrowed it from somebody, I'll probably go out and get my own copy if I'm going to reread it or I'll download like the actual ebook to keep for myself and annotate. It's just it's something you got to get past because I know that's something that has stopped me from going to from borrowing books in the library. But when it, like it's just if you really think about it, it's so much more sustainable. Like borrowing books, you're not spending as much money. You're supporting your library, the community. So I think it's a great thing. And libraries are so important, and you should be supporting your library. And I'm gonna get into that in this episode. So excited to talk about that. But first, as always, we're gonna start the episode with a reading update. I'm pretty sure last episode of my reading update, I said I was reading Felix Ever After, and I finished that book the other day. Actually. I loved it. (laughs) I had so much fun with that book. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was, I'm pretty sure it's a young adult book. Like, I'm not too sure. But I thought the banter, the humor was really funny. I think it covered a lot of, like, more serious topics, but in a really good way. Like, in a way that was, like, interesting and informative. And I really enjoyed reading it. The characters were written so well. And I, like, understood all of them, where they were coming from. I was reading this book at school. And honestly, it was so funny because I literally found myself like I gasped or or like my jaw even dropped a few times or I laughed I did this a lot while I was reading this book but especially when I was reading this book at school and I caught myself doing that and I was like so embarrassed and I looked around (laughs) to make sure nobody saw me it was so funny but I feel like I was just so invested and I actually really loved it and near the end of it I was questioning about how this book was gonna go and I was gonna I was I was not sure but you know what I loved it and I had so much fun with it. I thought it was so cute. I thought it was a little cliche, but like in a good way that made me love it. That was my most recent read right now. Since I finished that book, I haven't really picked up a new book. Right now I'm in between books, but I did start reading. I wanted to start reading, um, uh, what's it called? What's the book called? Blood Like Magic by Lizelle Sambury. I read the first few pages. I was very intrigued. I talked about this in my last, in my April TBR too. And it's like about witches and stuff. So it looks really cool. Um, I read the first few pages. The author's Canadian, which is really cool. And 
yeah but i'm not sure if i keep reading that i think i'm finally gonna read the seven husbands of evelyn hugo one of my friends offered to buddy read it with me and i was like you know what slay so maybe maybe we'll see where that goes of because i really want to read it i feel i feel like i'm missing out on so much for not reading that and then also my friend on instagram just finished reading she gets the girl she put a bunch of um the aesthetic um like pinterest board type of stuff and then also her review and her reactions made me so excited about it because i love that book she gets the girl by rachel lippincott and allison derrick it's so good i remember it was so cute i love the cover of that book and i think it's so sweet because <laughs> it was written by a couple they're married and they base the book on their own love story i think it's like loosely based on their own love story and they're actually the cutest on social media and now they have a family they had a baby and it's actually the cutest thing ever and i love them so much and so i really want to reread this book oh also alice and derek just released a book called forget me not and i think that's also it's also queer romance but i think it's like very sad but i really want to read it so i put on hold at the library hopefully i get to read it soon but i'm like the third person on hold at the library which really sucks so i'm gonna have to wait a bit however very excited to get to that why are there children screaming other than that i'm not really sure about the about what i'm gonna read next i don't know maybe i'll put up a little poll on my instagram see what people say oh my god speaking of instagram if you follow me on Instagram, which you should, at Bella's Bookish Banter, today I put my breakfast because it was so yummy. I made an iced matcha latte and it turned out so good. I'm in my iced matcha latte era. I think I'm just in my matcha era. I want to learn to make more matcha drinks because I gave up coffee for a bit. And ever since I've been drinking tea and I also got matcha from Starbucks. But the matcha at Starbucks is like $7. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't be ordering matcha from Starbucks all the time because it's so expensive. So my mom bought me some matcha and now I'm learning to make matcha drinks. Um... And I'm loving it. I'm having a great time. And the one I made this morning actually turned out so yummy and delicious. And it looks so cute. And so I put a little photo on my Instagram. And yeah. Ooh, you know what else? Okay, you know what? I think if you feel like I need to add more to these reading updates. Currently, let's talk about what I'm currently listening to and currently watching. I just finished watching The Prom Pact, which is a movie, uh, a Disney Channel movie. that, And I just got on Disney+. Plus honestly like it's a disney channel movie and i wasn't sure if it was gonna be good but i actually really loved it <laughs> like i thought it was really funny and i thought the couple was so cute and it wasn't like cliche and so i really enjoyed it and then also currently listening to taylor swift i'm i mean i'm always listening to taylor swift but mastermind by taylor swift has been stuck in my head for like the past few days it's just it's so good Mm, and yeah that's 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 like a life update <laughs> now let's talk about libraries so libraries what are libraries i'm pretty sure if you're listening to this you probably know what a library is but basically google defines a library as a building or room containing collections of books periodicals and sometimes films and recorded music for people to read borrow or refer to so basically it's a collection of books and then sometimes also they have movies and music that you can borrow um, and they lend to you in the community for free if you have a library card, which is like so cool. We're going to talk about that later, but like libraries are free. And that's one of the things that's so great about that. But we're going to talk about that later. So where do libraries come from? Libraries have been in place like for so, so, so long, like centuries. And libraries were not always accessible to everybody. Um, a lot of the time, like way early back then, they were privately owned and only accessible to like royalty or like 
rich before they were offered to the public. Libraries were used to keep track for many different things. Some libraries were used for keeping religious texts, while others were strictly for scholarly activity. However, sometimes you can find a middle ground. So an example of this would be like the Vatican Library, which has been around for more than 570 years, and they contain over 1 million printed books. The Vatican kept religious texts as well as state records and texts on the study of math, law, and science, and history. So that would be an example of the mix. But eventually, libraries developed into what they are today, places for community to grow and to thrive. And what's great about libraries is it gives everyone the opportunity to learn and educate themselves. So there are so many reasons why libraries are so important, and I'm going to be talking about some of them right now. And one of these reasons why I think libraries are so cool and important is because they collect literature and keep literature alive over time. One of the greatest things about books and writing is that people get to voice what they want to say. Books give people voices and writers get to voice their opinions. They show their perspective and share stories that stem from their own lives and their own experiences. Books give us knowledge. A lot of the time this knowledge will come from years and years of experiences and learning and wisdom. And that's how these books get written. So by keeping these books, we are also keeping this literature alive. All of those stories, all of those voices, however they may differ, they stay alive. These people's words, the authors, their experiences stay in place for people to learn from and learn about others. Libraries keep these books and their authors' writings timeless. If we got rid of every book that differed from the norm, we would all think the same. There would be no diversity and we would never learn from past mistakes. Banning books is a big issue and I feel like one of the reasons why it's so bad is because I think no matter, like, if a book is controversial, I don't think that means that you should ban it because I think there's still a lot to learn from those books. These authors, they're writing from a certain time. They're writing from from a certain place, from a certain experience, coming from a certain perspective. And when they write about these things, they're they're sharing these perspectives with the world and for others to read about and learn about. And it's important that we keep that so that so we can keep that alive. Similarly to the last point is libraries give people access to this literature. Everyone should have access to literature, to information, to the ability to learn. Books are so important for everyone. And especially younger children Books, fiction or not, they so they give us the ability to think, to imagine the world in new lights that we probably wouldn't have imagined before. And you get to see the world in a different view in someone else's perspective. You get to learn a bit from someone else and what they thought when they were writing the book. You get to think differently. You get to see different lights and different ways the world works. And so it's so great that everyone gets access to these books. And it's also that people learn from and gain knowledge from books. Some books from like years and years ago will write about controversial things. And some people may dislike these books, but that doesn't mean that they still can't get anything out of them. You can learn from these books and from others' mistakes or get something new out of it. And it's nobody's, it's like nobody else's business to restrict someone's access to these books and to this knowledge. Everyone should have the right to access this knowledge and to these books and to read and if like for whatever reason that may be like sometimes sometimes you might just want to read a book sometimes you might just want to escape go into another world or sometimes you want to learn something or just read about something new and like nobody should restrict someone else's access to this knowledge and some people just don't have the means to like go out and buy a book every month or every other month or sometimes even every other week like I know some people go out and buy books a lot but not everybody can do that like 
not everyone has the financial means to do that and so that's why i think libraries are so great and they offer this in so many ways like even if you can't go out and buy books and you want to go to the library but you, you don't have a way to get to the library they have ebooks the, all the things that they do to give people access to these books and to these services is really great and then also like building off of the previous point about how it keeps literature alive and it keeps authors voices alive it gives the people who read these books a voice as well it shows people that there are others like them one of like the most special things is reading about people who are like you or share experiences like you or share thoughts like you and just feeling seen and knowing that your experiences are valid is so great and that's one of the best things you can get from reading and you don't always know that these books exist but they make sure that you can you get to read these books and you get to know that you know that these books exist so that you can read them and you get that experience as well and it also lets other people read books that maybe about people who are different than you or that differ from you or perspectives that you never thought you'd see before and you learn that those experiences and perspectives are just as valid and even if they're not the same as yours and you can and that's just as okay and you can live simultaneously with them and you know we've had people don't like this we've had so many times in the past in history there have been people who try to erase books because of this because they may differ from what one person's beliefs and they didn't think that what the other person had to say should have been heard and so they restricted that from other people and it still happens today like there's so many books getting banned i think especially i've been hearing so much about book banning in america right now i don't like i don't like it's not fair to restrict anyone from getting these books and learning from them or or just getting to see someone who's similar to them or seeing someone who's different from them there are so many ways that you can gain from them and so I think it's so important that we have these and that we let people have access to reading these. Okay, and then completely opposing to the last point, though, sometimes books don't always, you don't always have to learn or get something out of a book. Sometimes people just want to read books and sometimes you want to be creative and that's just as valid and that should just as much be allowed to. And so libraries let everyone get to experience that. And then, yeah, like, and then the best part is that it's free. So literally there's, like no excuse <laughs> libraries don't charge you for a library card and you know as long as you return the books in one piece and you keep your library card you can forever go on taking books out of the library and experience new worlds and learn new things not everyone has the money to do that on their own but libraries let you do those things without having to pay and so it's like it's like everybody gets access to these things. next reason why libraries are so important is because not only do they like provide books is libraries provide so many services for the community book clubs computer programs games homework help i know a lot of libraries provide support for families and there are study halls for students homework help tutoring programs something else is really cool that i think is underrated that i didn't even know about printing like if you don't have a printer at home whether it's for school or for your own projects, whatever. If you have a library card, at least my library does this, you're allowed to use their printers. And I actually didn't know this until recently. 
I think that's so cool, though. And then there are a lot of programs that they have for you to reach out to new people and meet new people, like book clubs. And then there's read-alouds, I know, for families, movie nights, family nights. Libraries provide, they have book recommendations, like I said before, so that people know that these books exist if they want to read them. Libraries make sure to keep you informed of that. And really, there's just, there's like so much, like (laughs) that was the tip of the iceberg. So you really should look into it and find ways to use these programs they may benefit you and also just to support the library one you're supporting library too and they help you stay in contact with your community so along with this point is that libraries build community and this is the next reason why they're so important they give programs that give you space to meet new people and new families to network and make friends for example like i said book clubs and one thing that i know is that next month my library is holding a youth job fair that i'm planning to go to And I think that's really cool. And they have given like the opportunity for businesses to come and find people to hire. And then also for you to go and find a place where you can get a job. So it works out for like so many in so many different ways. Libraries are usually always having events like this meant for you to be able to meet other people who are like your age or in situations like you and to help you find volunteer job opportunities and match you with people in similar situations like you. They really build community. Another way they build community, I think just going to the library and like sitting down and reading a book, like without even being in a program or like attending an event, just going there to do my homework. Like I said before, I love going to sit and do my homework at the library because there is everyone else who's also doing their homework or doing their work or catching up on things. And I just think it's such good vibes. (laughs) The next reason why libraries are so important is because they provide spaces for people to go. Sometimes you do, you need to finish work or a project or schoolwork, and maybe you don't have the quiet space to focus at your home, or you don't you don't even have Wi Fi at your home. Like, which like I feel like in like after the pandemic, I guess it's kind of hard to say you don't have Wi Fi, but like or you have really bad Wi Fi or just might not be working a certain day, and then there you have the library to go to who lets you use your wi- their Wi-Fi for free and you can get your stuff done. And then even sometimes you just need alone time or you want to go read or browse a library or just a space to get away. And you can always go to the library looking for these things. They're always going to be there for you, just for you to hang out. Because like that's what libraries want. Libraries want you there. They There's just always a space for you to go if you need it. It's because of all of these reasons and so many more that libraries are so important to our community and it's vital that they stay open. And one of the best ways to make sure of this is to go support your local library. And there are so many ways that you can support your local library. And the simplest way would be becoming a member, getting a library card, and then using said card. Now, not everyone can go to the library and visit and take out a book whenever. However, in this case, I mentioned before, they also have so many ebooks and audiobooks available for you. And you can register for a library card on their website or on their app. Most of the time, they have that option available on a website. And and then you can also take out ebooks and audiobooks using using their website or their app. I feel like especially the past few years, ebooks have been growing to be increasingly popular. And it's more likely than not that your library offers them. So check out your library's website or app for that. Because they'll usually have something and they'll help you find them. And like I'm sure there are different ways each library's ebooks work. But me personally mine works through an app called cloud library that's just that you can you just download on your phone and then you go on the website or 
the library app and you take out the book that you want in the ebook then it has the book available on the cloud library app you just need to log in with your card man i'm not even joking that app got me through so much like i said last year i didn't go i didn't buy as many books last year and so the library ebook app helped me so much I got to read so much that I wanted to and I got access to so many more books that I wouldn't have gotten access to because I could not afford them because of the ebook app. So that was actually really great. If if it sounds like it'd be more helpful and beneficial to you, then you should really look into it. It's really important that you take out books, whether that be ebook or physical books from the library. These are the numbers, the amount of people using the library. That's what they look at in order to get funding for the library. Another way to support your library is by attending events. If you haven't already, you should really look into all the different programs and events that libraries have. They have so much. Like, I know my library has stuff like meeting authors or book clubs and read-alouds and writing workshops. But there, it, like, goes way beyond that. They have art programs and events, computer courses, language services, games. My library has, like, a youth social justice group. I think they also have an environmental justice group, not specifically a group, but they hold meetings for youth to like meet and talk about it. Job fairs, there's so much and you really should look into what your library has to offer so that you can attend and participate. Because like I said, the way libraries get funding for these programmings and events, these services, they look at the stats of how many people are attending these events, how many people are actually borrowing books using the services. And if we want our libraries to keep being able to put up these events and provide these services, we got to come through for them. And then another thing is, it, like, think about the library staff who put so much work into planning these events and getting these services available for you, the community. And it must really suck if there are only a few people who show up on the actual day of so just being there and then like you get to be around your community you meet others like you and you support the library and you like get find more ways to keep it open you can donate donate money or donate books not all libraries take books sometimes they have drives and sometimes they will let you resell them through their own book sales but i know they don't always take books we can also and then also similarly though you can go to a library's book sales i know a lot of libraries have book sales where they need to get rid of books and so they have them for sale and they're like they're really really cheap and so it's not even like i feel like you could go you could support them in that way another way is volunteering you can donate your time to the library different libraries offer different ways of volunteering you can shelve books or helping with programs i have really been trying to volunteer for my library for a long time <laughs> i've been working towards this for a while i've applied twice and they didn't call me back either time which kind of sucks but it's okay. I hope to volunteer at my library someday because I would really love to spend all my time there and support them. It's just such good vibes. Also, promote their libraries and the events. Like, tell friends about events coming up or share with other people. Like, I'm sure like I'm sure that works so much. And also, you can let, like, your local leaders know how much you appreciate the library. Like, the people who are funding the libraries and giving them money. You have to let them know how important the library is to you. And like if you use it a lot, because it really does go a long way. Their job is to listen to you, the community. This is something that <laughs> my, my older sister, she ingrains this in my head so much, is that they're there to provide for you. And so when you're telling them how much you appreciate the library, how much you need the library and how much it gives to you, that's how they're going to keep the libraries open. And that's why they're going to give them more funding. So it's really important. Word of mouth. And letting your leaders know is like, it's so, it's definitely an underappreciated way of how you can support the library. And yeah, that was, that was today's episode. 
that was a lot of fun. I went on a rant for a long time there. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very much looking forward to this episode for a while. Um, and I loved, I feel like this is such an important topic. I mean, maybe it's not that important, but to me, it feels important to talk about it. And that's really what this podcast is about. So, yeah. In conclusion, go support your libraries because they are so, so important and they provide so many services. And the only way to keep these services open is if you go support your library. So go support your library. Go use books. Go take out books or go attend events if you want to keep these libraries open because they offer so much for you, for the community. And yeah, that's basically all I had to say. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I did recording this episode. It was so much fun to talk about. Please feel so free to leave a very nice rating or review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It really does help out the podcast so much. And if you know someone who likes to read or likes books, or you think just might like the podcast, then definitely share it with them because I would love to have them here. And if you want to talk about books or you want to book rec or you want to give me a book rec, then please send me a DM on Instagram or Pinterest because I love hearing from you. All social medias are linked in the episode notes. You can add me on Goodreads. And yeah, that's all for this episode. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day or night or whatever time of day you're listening to this. <laughs> I hope you have an amazing day. Goodbye.